Я думаю, что каждый тоже изменился. Вы можете измениться. show well, welcome welcome one and all all right shut up Sly. all right i am uh welcome one and all to another edition episode of the jerry torres bro an early version because later tonight i'm going to interview my boy my closest friend in the comedy business jason pollock will be on my uh podcast late uh tonight at eight o'clock so i figured if i do my show one in the afternoon and then another one tonight at eight that's uh, killing two birds with one bullet, all right? And um, with one stone or with acid uh, or strangling one and then throwing one in a uh, in a punji pit, something like that. I have no idea what the saying goes. But anyway, I am on live, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome one and all. hope you enjoyed a wonderful uh, rainy morning. I went jogging. And uh, I really, you know what, normally I would play jazz music in the back, which I'm going to do right now. Here we go. There we go. So Ruben Blaine's, I love the guy. So I'm back on, and uh, I figured why not, because uh, it, it's, you know, it's convenient for me, because like I said, I promised to interview my boy Jason Pollock. Uh, later tonight at um, 8 o'clock, and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the guy, we have so much to talk about. We were talking about something interesting. About how this business, in the comedy business, is a bunch of people that you can trust and not trust. I've been doing this for over 20 years, man. I love doing stand-up. I still do it today. Um, the time will come. If not, I'll put my special on YouTube. You know, Netflix don't call. Amazon don't call. That's all right. I got YouTube. So, it's about being backstabbed in this business. And I got backstabbed a lot. And people are like, oh, no, you didn't get that. Yo, I know what happened. I know everything. And I keep it all in a box. Like I said, I have two big boxes. When I started this business, I promised to keep, uh, you know, memorabilia of me being in this business. And how much it screws you over. Not like that. But anyway, so I'm making sure that uh, we're going to talk about that, plus other things that are happening around. Also, the topic will be block and delete. Also, the 40th anniversary of a great movie that I love, and I'm going to put it in movies when I get to it, is Blues Brothers. The 40th anniversary. Oops, sorry. Um, oh, wait. I got a better idea. No, 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 no. Blues Brothers is better, ladies and gentlemen. So, um... Yeah, like this morning I went jogging for five miles 
And then uh, this park that I go to, the Haynesport Park, is awesome. It has, like, outdoor gym equipment. So I did, like, 50, you know, bench presses. And then um, I, I did, like, arm curls. I must have did, like, 50 of those. And I jump rope like, 40 times because uh, I really got to keep myself in shape. And I don't know when the gyms are going to reopen again, people. It, it sucks, man. But that's how it is. You know, you got to wait. And uh, Philadelphia's open. I cannot wait for the gyms to reopen again. So, and also, my new logo is finally finished. Um, thanks to the people that voted for letter A. A was selected, but I figured if I upgraded a bit, which I did. And a friend of mine who's in the advertising business, she told me best. She said, when you make a logo, the one word to keep in mind, she said, keep it simple. That's it. Simple. You know, nothing over the top, lightning bolts, happy faces, you know, puppy dog eyes, nothing. One symbol, keep it simple, you know? And one symbol, keep it simple. Basically, that's how she said it. So it's like Nike with the swoosh, Amazon with the, you know, with the happy face on the bottom. Um, what are the, like so many logos that are around. And I figured that, okay, you know, let me go back and rework it. So I went back, took me three days and I came up with so many ideas and so many um, artistic uh, ske ske blah, 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 blah. sketches that I finally came up with the one that I really liked. And I figured if I upgraded this and I went through Google, I checked out thousands of them, thousands of logos from other companies and big name companies because I have to be very careful. Someone might say, oh, that's similar to mine. How dare you? So finally, my original logo is finally up, and that's going to be my new logo for my podcast show, The Jerry Torres Program. And uh, I'm really happy that I finally did it. So I'm going to be coming up with t-shirts and a mask if they're still around. Uh, also, uh, what else? T-shirts, masks, going to come up with a lot of that stuff. So I'm really in the process of really making my business um, happen. All right. Also, um... What else is there? Yeah, so it rained. Heard the thunder, you know. How about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? That's not nice. What the hell, man? Uh, so let's see what else I'm going to do. I am so happy that I finally got, you know, my logo up and running. That I just feel like doing, I just feel like dancing. Hit the music! Ah, oh, God damn it. Russian folk music, man. You're not cool if you don't really listen to Russian folk music. Oh my God. God bless the Russians. Yes. You know what? I love the Russians so much. I'll tell you what. I love the Russians. I drink the Russian vodka. Yes, I do. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh my God, you get down, Jerry, get down, baby. So, <laughs> mm. Mm. yeah, all right, that's enough. Anyway, so, <laughs> that's how happy I am to play Russian folk music. If you hear uh, music in the background, it's Ruben Brains at a concert he did 2018 at a jazz festival. Um, Soon, you know, outdoor concerts will come back soon, people. Anyway, so that's what I did this morning. I finally finished folding my laundry and uh, vacuumed up a bit. And uh, I might be going out buy some healthy food. I got to start, you know, I've been eating healthy lately. I might start buying some uh, 
vegetables and, and beef. I'm going to be cooking that tonight. So I really got to maintain my health, people. I really, you know, got to watch my weight and everything. So I've been maintaining. I've been maintaining. As you can see, you know what I mean? I've been maintaining my beautiful face. Yes, my beautiful face. God damn it. Where the hell is it? There we go. Yes, my beautiful face. That's not the one I wanted. God damn it. Where's that one I wanted? Where the hell is it? I'm talking like as if I have a producer. I don't. You know? But anyway, now here it is. Okay, okay I'm going to restart it again. Okay, I'm talking about my beautiful face. Aren't I dreamy? Okay, now. Um... Let's see, I've been watching uh, this new uh, Netflix series called Fear City, New York versus the Mafia. How the Mafia lost power, how the FBI did their job and brought the entire mob industry down to the ground. There's no more Mafia. They're still trying to um, to come back uh, to this day. I kid you not, they're still trying. Um, why? You know, when you're being monitored by the federal agency 24-7. Anyway, so besides that, uh, like I you always say on my podcast show, there is no bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, just good, happy, fun stuff, people. Okay, there. Now, so um, I'm also on uh, Anchor Podcast. So not only am I StreamYard, I'm also doing an Anchor Podcast. I'm doing video and audio, two at the same time. So now, it's like I could be worldwide recognized. Another heart, please. Hold on. There we go. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> so, I'm having so much fun. And besides, uh, the topic I'm going to be talking about is block and delete, which I've been blocking and deleting people like crazy. Uh, I'll get into that topic later, why I'm doing that, you know. And also to the asshole that tries to tell me how what I should talk about on my podcast. Uh, Les Grossman, where the hell is Les? Les, 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 I need Les. Um, I want to say this to you. I will fuck you up! Yes, because uh, if you're telling me you want to talk about politics, you want me to talk about this, uh, this is my podcast show. I talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. And the reason why is because it's my name, Jerry, the Jerry Torres program. I don't talk about politics, religion, you know, sad stuff that's been going on. And I'm sick and tired of people talking about the riots and the, and the virus and all this other bullshit that everybody is pretty much tired of. So, I, listen, if you want to talk about your stuff that's been talking about 24-7, then you come up with The Asshole Show, which is a great show for you, all right? So, and this will be your title. The asshole show, you know. There you go. Uh, so go to town, man. Go to town. I love Les Grossman. That's my boy. Anyway, so right now, um, like I said, I pretty much uh, just trying to maintain my sanity right nowadays. Uh, good God, damn it! There we go. Uh, I work out. Like I said, and uh, I try to maintain, and gyms are not even open. It's, I have some comedy shows in the fall. The word is some. Normally, I would have like five or six shows. So, I just got to wait it out, man. God willing, you know, everything comes back. So, 
Let's talk about good news, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let me see if I can find it up here. Some good news, people. All right, this is what we need, some good news. All right, now, due to the fact that everything has been happening, all this bull crap. What did you say? Nothing. Anyway. What? So, here's something that's good. This mom donated her lottery winnings to a wounded police officer. Now the community is paying her back. Um, when a struggling mom, uh, Shatara Sims. Ooh, I got it. Oh, my God, I got it. Yeah! Oh, fiddlesticks. That's not, that's not it. Anyway, so I pretty much, uh, da, 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 da. oh, I apologize. All right, Sims won $100 on the lottery. So she decided to donate it all to a family of a police officer who had been shot in the line of duty. Sims uh, did so despite of her own money worries. Like many Americans impacted with the coronavirus related to furloughs and layoffs, she had recently lost her job. The long, the lifelong Kansas City, Missouri resident said she was down to her last $7 when she found a dollar bill in a grocery store parking lot. She used it to buy a lottery ticket, winning $100. Sims, a 12-year-old daughter, uh, oh boy, I hope I get this name right, Rakia Edmondson, suggested that rather than keep the money, they donate uh, to the family of a Kansas police officer who had been wounded in the line of duty. The officer's plight, a reminder of her own experience with her personal trage tragedies. Uh, Rakia's sister, Sims' eldest daughter, was killed in 2012. Uh, so they donated this money, and her generous donation spread throughout the local police precincts and to wider community. Officers spent days tracking her down, hoping to find her and repay her kindness. To hear all her expressed thank yous, they donated money. They donated some food, and they raised a GoFundMe page and hundreds of people who heard of this story wanting to help. By Wednesday, it had raised over $59,000. So ain't that a beautiful thing, man? She donated 100 bucks to a wounded police officer, and people heard about what she did, and they all came down and helped out and donated money. That was beautiful. I could imagine they found, you know, just plan to set her up and raided her house and put some coke or something this is a raid you know what i mean whatever no 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 but that was a beautiful thing see people good news man there's nothing about like all this riots all this politics all this virus no a woman donated hundred dollars to a wounded police officer who was wounded in the line of action in the line of duty and people heard about this and you know became a gofundme thing and it raised fifty nine thousand dollars for this woman and her family that's a beautiful thing, man. Am I right, Grandpa? Am I right? What? Never mind. For Pete's sake. Ugh, never mind. Anyway, people. So that's a beautiful thing. See, people, there's a lot of good news in the world. All right. So anyway, uh, see, people, a lot of good news, man. You just got to look it up. Stop looking about all this stupid politics crap, man. I don't vote, and I hate politicians. So that's a beautiful thing. Great, that's a beautiful thing that she did for somebody. See? See? It's always, you know, uh, good karma comes back to you. Mm. Oh, my God. Anyway, where the hell am I? Okay, I'm here. There you go. Boom! All right. Let me see here. Uh, they're still working on the, on, a, on the vaccine. If you listen to it, here it goes. Uh, 
How the hell did a donkey get in there? Anyway. So let's go now into the world of food. Yes. Make me a sandwich. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, in the world of food. Make me a sandwich. Is, I pretty much talk about food. I go on Pinterest and Food Network and try to find some foods that I love. And that people should, you know, it's not, nowadays everybody's quarantined. Come up with something that they love cooking. Like, I love cooking. It's like my second passion. So, um, one of my favorite sandwiches that I love, believe it or not, liverwurst is one. It has to be a lot of onions and mustard. That's how I love my liverwurst sandwich. But my second favorite sandwich that I love is the egg salad sandwich. I love egg salad sandwich. Um, excuse me. Mm, I'm about to choke up here because I'm talking about, <laughs> you know... Um, now egg salad sandwich is really good. I love it. The way I like it though is with um a lot of egg whites and uh salt and pepper, you know, and uh, what else is not just salt and pepper, but I mean like with relish and a big Kaiser roll and like boom. Oh my god, I love it. I love it so much. Oh yeah. So Egg salad sandwich is one of my favorites. What am I talking about? I am talking about the need to eat pizza. Egg salad sandwich. So, but I checked out on Pinterest. There's so many variations of egg salad sandwich. Like the last time I was talking about... I forgot what the hell was I talking about last week. What the kind of food I was talking about? I can't remember. Anyway. So I looked on Pinterest. There were so many different variations of egg salad sandwich. It blew my mind. Like here's one. The avocado egg salad sandwich. It's the egg salad sandwich made the same, but they throw avocado in the mix. That one day I would love to try. The curried egg salad sandwich. A twist of egg salad, great for sandwich. Curried. Wow. I was like, all right, you know, maybe I'll try that out one day. So they, I saw more. I was like flipping over bacon bits egg salad sandwich. Now that I love. I would definitely try that. Uh, there's a sandwich that's in a croissant, but they call it the deluxe egg salad sandwich. And they put pounds of egg salad into this croissant, and it's like expands out. Go on Pinterest, you'll see the picture. Good lord, there's like so many, there are variations of the sandwich. Grilled cheese egg salad sandwich. Um, oh my god. There's one that's kind of fancy schmancy. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to try this. You know, the eggless salad sandwich. No. No, 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 no. No. What's wrong? You get something against yellow people? The yellow yolk? Right? I like semen. Well, I, that's you, Kathy. I, I don't like that. So, if you're interested on in making a great egg sandwich... Here's one that's awesome. Uh, maybe, no, I should... Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I should try it. Um... All right, all right, all right. The Irish egg salad sandwich. There you go. That's it. No more. But if you're interested in making your own egg salad sandwich and whatever you want to put in. Me, I like the old-fashioned way, but I like with the egg whites being big, chunky ones. And I like lots of mayo and relish and, and um, salt, little salt and pepper. And also, you know, the more relish, the better it tastes. So if you're interested, go on Pinterest.com. And, you know, find your own variation of your own egg salad sandwich. So that is your food of the week, the egg salad 
Sandwich, yes. Make me a sandwich. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boom, boop, 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 boop. Oh, <laughs> all right. Like I said, I'm doing the early version of my show because at 8 o'clock tonight, I'm going to be interviewing my boy, uh, Jason Pollock. I'm trying to get my boy Tim Grill on it, but, but, you know, he's a family guy. You know, he writes his own music. But, God, I want to interview him again. Man, I love that guy, and he's one of my closest friends in the business. So, uh, I'm hoping I can get to interview him if his wife would let him. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna hear it from her. <laughs> He's my man. <coughs> That's when he takes care of his little little boy. Little cute little boy. There you go. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It's there's my favorites. Where are my favorites? There you go. Alright. Now uh let's see. Should I go into cars right now? You know what? Screw it. We're going to go into the world of cars. There we go, cars. Now, I'm not going to do the sound effect board because, like I said, I try to get it right and the car thing is not working with me. So I'm going to try one more time and then tonight, if it doesn't work, tonight I'm re definitely going to work on it because, uh, here we go. Let's try this. Hey, cars. All right, here we go. Let's go into the world of cars. Here we go. And then we take off, you know? No. Okay, I gotta work on that one. Anyway, so let's go into the world of cars. Your car of the week. Now I have about I had one about muscle cars that uh ten muscle cars that they were not successful. But anyone that collects these, I should have brought that up, but I didn't. But next time I will when I get into the world of cars. But it's about these 10 muscle cars that they created, and they did not sell. So anyone that has them, they're pretty much priceless right now. You see, this is how much I'm being healthy. I'm drinking a drink called Clear, as you can see. Clear, see? And it's from Cherry Limeade. It's no sugar, no salt, no nothing like that. Oh, real quick, uh, I love Cassie watches. Cassie watches are the best watches ever made. They are made, they're making so many different variations from style to sport. Uh, they have baby G, G-Shock, uh, Effidance watches, which are really nice. I have uh, six or eight Casio watches, and I love them because they can withstand salt water, dirt, and, you know, uh, God, they're so strong, and they're so reliable. You can't wear, like, let me ask you something. That's why the law, the law enforcement and military wear G, uh, Casio watches because they're really strong, dependable, and reliable. You don't see a cop wearing a Rolex watch or a military personnel in middle combat wearing a Patek Philippe watch. No! They're not designed for that. Casio watches are. So they're the best from Baby G-Shock, Baby Pathfinder, uh, Evidence. G-Shock watches, Casio watches, they do more than just tell time. Okay, now, so the world of cars... Your car of the week is from a movie that I love. Oh my god, it's a classic and this is the 40th anniversary of this movie. I sent it to Preston Elliott uh, from the President Steve Show. He should talk about it. Your car of the week is from a movie that I love. And uh, hold on, I'm going to pause this real quick. I'm going to play the music. Crap. You know what? The hell with it. I'll just play it over here. 
Uh, I just paused that one. I'm going to go over here. There we go. And it's a movie that I love. It is the 1980 classic Blues Brothers, The Blues Mobile. That's right. There we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Blues Brothers. I knew I should have posted it up here, but I didn't. Oh, there you go. Screw it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Ah, there we go. God damn it. I hate these promos. Just play the music. Oh, my God. That's right, the Blues Brothers. All right, the Blues Mobile. It is a great looking car. Hold on, let me see if I can get up here. Go back to where I was talking about. All right. Now, the Blues Mobile is a 1974 Dodge Monaco sedan. It was prominently featured in 1980 Universal Pictures film, The Blues Brothers. Yes, the Blues Mobile is a 1974 Dodge Monaco sedan that was prominently featured in the movie. And this was Elwood's Blues, uh, went for auction. I don't know how much it was sold, but that was his baby. And there's so many great lines, you know, we have a tank full of gas, we're in sunglasses at night, you know. And whatever, there's so many great lines in the movie, but that was Elwood's baby. And it helped him survive. And it helped him get to the courthouse to pay for the children's orphanage when Steven Spielberg just said, may I help you guys? You know, <laughs> so in the military, the law, like law enforcement, like, all these police officers and helicopters to tanks. And in the end of the movie, spoiler alert, the car fell apart when it finally hit the, uh, the court, uh, the courthouse. Um, the car did so many ridiculous feats, like feats, like, you know, jumping across midair and, Having the big speaker in the back when they were announcing their concert. I love the car. It was great. I'm still trying to find a model of it so I can put it on my desk. Uh, recently, I bought uh, a Bill Murray Ghostbusters statue. It's a little statue, but I got it up here. I'm not going to bring them down. But uh, I'm, I'm trying to remodel my whole desk area because I want to make it like, you know, toy models. And liquor on one side, toy models on the other, and my books that I've read. So I'm really gonna start reworking uh, my my desk office, but besides that, it's a it's a beat up ride. Uh, I don't know. Let me look this up really quick to see how much was the car sold in auction. There's a, I don't know. It was like it, I mean the Blues Brothers uh, equipped with a 40 440 Magnum engine and a squad car package, an option offered by Dodge for the Monaco in 1974. It bears an Illinois license plate reading BDR 529. A tribute to the Black Diamond Riders Motorcycle Club of Toronto. Hey, sweet. Dan Aykroyd, co-writer of the film, stated that he had chose a 440 Dodge Monaco because he considered it to be the hottest car used by police during the 1970s. Uh, in describing of the car uh, his, to his brother, Jake Blues, Elwood says, it's got a cop motor. A 440 cubic inch plant. It got cop tires, cop suspension, cop shocks. It is a model made before a catalytic converter, so it'll run good on regular gas. The Bluesmobile has been the ability to perform seemingly impossible stunts, such as jumping over drawbridge, flipping backwards in midair. That was hysterical. And even flying for a brief period of time. However, its cigarette lighter does not work. When Jake discovers in the early film, he throws it out the window. So that is your car of the week for the 40th anniversary of the movie that I love, 
the Bluesmobile from the 1980 film The Blues Brothers. All right, now back to the music. Okay. There we go. All right. So that was a uh, your great uh, that was your car of the week right there. Okay. So let's see what else we can talk about here. Hold on, let me get this here back to my soundboard because I just played the music. And got near. All right, here we go. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Whoo! All right, we did food. We did cars. All right. Now let's go into movie recommendation. Movie recommendation is a movie that I've seen, movies that I love, and I recommend others to go see it. Such as action, action, drama, sports, mystery, suspension, suspension, suspense, <laughs> horror, comedy, classic, western, sci-fi. So the movie that I highly recommend is a movie that's really underrated. Um, and I loved this movie when I was a kid. I read the book, partially read it. Um, when I got when I was like my mid teens, it was a book that I was assigned to read. It is from the 1982 uh, sci fi movie, which technically is kind of really happening. It was from the 1982 film starring Clint Eastwood, Firefox. Now, it was directed by Clint Eastwood, produced by Clint Eastwood, screenplay by. Alex uh, Lasker and Wendell Wellman, based on the book by the same title, Firefox by Craig Thompson. Um, it's an okay movie for its time. CGI was not around. But they did what they could with blue screen, green screen, and to make the plane like look like it's really flying and stuff. Now, I like the movie. It's so underrated. It's not that bad. It was pretty good. Uh, so, alright, this is what the movie's about. It was a 1982 American action techno-thriller. Uh, film produced and directed by starring Clint Eastwood as based upon the 1977 novel of the same name by Craig Thomas. The film was set in Russia by the Cold War considerations had East Clint Eastwood's ugh, and Fritz Main's uh, Malpaso company by using Vienna and other locations in Austria to double for many of the, you know, Russian location to make it look like Russia. The film was shot at a $20 million, $21 million budget, the largest production budget uh, ever at that time. So the movie was about this. A joint British-American plot is devised to steal a highly advanced uh, Soviet aircraft, the MIG-31 NATO code for Firefox, which is capable... For hypersonic flight and visibility radar visibility from radar carries weapons controlled by thought and the former united states air force pilot mitchell grant played by cleaning the vietnam veteran of the former prisoner of war infiltrates the soviet union aided by his ability to speak russian due to having a russian mother and a network of soviet uh, you know the whole thing you know scientists and everything and the fighter itself his goal was to steal the firefox and fly back to friendly territory for analysis um it was good. I like it. It wasn't that bad. Uh, let me see. I forgot the, the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. I gotta look that up real quick. And Rotten Tomatoes. God damn it. I know I have it here, people. There we go. Firefox. There we go. Firefox. Alright. There we go. Uh, it wasn't that bad. So let's see. The Rotten the, the I would say it was like 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. There we go. Oops. No, it's not. <laughs> wow. 
It is 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, okay, listen. Call it a guilty pleasure, all right? It wasn't that bad. And the CGI effects were kind of cheesy. But it wasn't for me. I was a kid. I loved it. It was like about a guy trying to steal a jet from Russia. Um, so it wasn't... It wasn't classic, but it was Clint Eastwood that was in the film. But I love the movie regardless, so I don't care what anybody says. Screw all of you. Where, where's uh, where's my, my boy Les Grossman? You know, tell him, tell him what's up. Oops, sorry. Hold on. Say it again. How about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? Yeah, tell him that, Les. Appreciate that, buddy. All right. Go fuck yourself. That's what I meant. Anyway. So it was a, not a bad, it's 38% of Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, again, I love the movie. It comes on, I see it, regardless. It was very well done. They were talking about doing a reboot of the, of the movie. Why? But a futuristic version of it. Hmm. Anyway, so that is your movie that I highly recommend. If you don't like it, it's 1982. Firefox starting, uh, starring the man himself, Clint Eastwood. All right. So, another movie that also is highly recommended. It is the 40th anniversary. This is two. This is a twofer, people. A twofer. Um, it is the 40th anniversary of the movie The Blues Brothers. Yes. I love this movie. It is long. It is considered a musical and a comedy. And I really do not talk about musicals. Um... And there's another one. West Side Story is pretty cool. You know, Chicago is all right. You know. But Blues Brothers tops it all. And it's very well done. I love the movie. It was from a mission from God, you know, to bring the band back together. And not only that, to help, you know, raise money to save an orphanage for some kids. Um, Let me see here if I can get that. Let me see. Uh, oh, I got it right here. All right. Uh, there's so many great songs in that movie. So many c classic scenes. I mean, John Candy was in it. Um, Carrie Fisher was in this film. The list goes down. The movie is at, what, 90-something percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It should be on me in here. There we go. Um, oops. What the hell just happened? There we go. And no, 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 no. There we go. All right. Uh, really quick. I'll really read it. It is at 84% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. It's another movie that I highly recommend for the 40th anniversary of a great film that's funny, uh, The Blues Brothers. So this is what the movie is. Expanding on their Saturday Night Live characters, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, starring Jake and Elwood Brothers, two white boys with black soul, Sporting cool shades and look-alike suits, Jake and Elwood are dispatched from a mission from God by their former teacher, Sister Mary Stigmata, <laughs> Kathleen Freeman, said the mission is to raise $5,000 to save an orphanage. In the course of their zany adventure, the Blues Brothers run afoul of neo-Nazi Henry Gibson, perform the theme of Rawhide before a ruly bar crowd in, in history, and lay waste to hundreds of cars and streets and freeways of Chicago. In the case that you weren't swept up, infectious, nuttiest, 
Uh, brothers, you might have been spotting the film's legion of guest stars, including James Brown, Cab Calloway, Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles, John Candy, Carrie Fisher, Steve Lawrence, Twiggy. Twiggy was a model. I don't know whether I'm having her. Uh, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, Frank Oz, and Steven Spielberg. Uh, it is 133 minutes long. Directed by John Landis, written by uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Landis. It's action, adventure, and comedy. Rated R. I love this movie. It stars the great John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd. Everybody did amazing in this film. So that's another movie for the 40th anniversary of a great film. Check out The Blues Brothers. All right. So that's it with movies. Excuse me. I had a burp, but I'm drinking uh, my soda. Uh, so... Check that out. These two movies, 1982 Firefox and the 40th anniversary of The Blues Brothers starring Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. All right. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? I'll, I'll, make, that my, I'll make that my closing song. I, like, I'm talking like as if I have my producer here. I'm sorry, people. I used to work at... um, um <laughs> Oh, my God. This other podcast, it was an actual studio, and, you know, and I had a producer, and every time I went to him for help, you know, he was my my, uh, my right-hand guy, but since I'm not there anymore, you know, um, I don't know, they, they want me back, but I'm like, ah, oh, man, I don't want to pay. Anyway, I don't know why the hell I played that. So, um, let me go back to my original soundboard that I love so much. Woo! My God, I am so exhausted, people. I, I, you know what? I'm trying to get my organization here. There we go. There we go. There we go. Something, something's happening. All right. All right. You smart. You very smart. Don't I know it? Okay. So let's go to the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, baseball's coming back tonight. Uh, let's see what happens. There's no crowd. That's going to be weird. Um, but they added new rules. No spitting of, of gum or seeds. No high-fiving. No, if you're sweating, dry yourself off. It, they're going to be testing you guys in and out before the game, in the middle of the game, the seventh inning stretch. Just to make sure nobody's contracting this this ridiculous virus, which I understand completely. They're doing it, you know, around the clock. So let's see what happens. No NFL preseason. That sucks because how are you going to tell them the rookies or the starters how which one's good, which one's bad? That's a, they always try that for the full month of August, and it's supposed to start this week. You know, for a good five week, four or five weeks of you know preseason NFL. It's not going to happen. Freaking sucks, man. So we'll see what happens, you know. Uh, oh, wait. Where's my other goddamn soundboard? There it is. Okay. All right. Oh, that's... Uh, get up, get up, get up. All right. All right. So... God damn it. Where the hell is it? There we go. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Something's happening here. Oh, man. There we go. G P. So, I mean, like I said, baseball is going to make a hard comeback, and uh, NFL no preseason. Oh, fiddlesticks! So that's going to suck, man. 
Oh, fiddlesticks. What? That's right. No, no NFL preseason. What? Anyway. For Pete's sake. Ah, I hate that guy. And also, UFC, they're still coming back. They're slowly bringing an audience. Uh, they're behind glass. Behind glass. They're behind a, a plexiglass. They're making sure, like, you know, they're not people in the aisles touching them and stuff like that. So they're slowly doing that right now in boxing as well. And also in the world of soccer, they're coming back. You know, again, they're doing the same thing, you know, round the clock testing, making sure nobody's contracted this virus inside where they can continue on. But again, no crowd. It sucks, man. I don't like it. I think this should wait till mid next year, but people want sports. People want to bet, and that I understand. So the world of sports is pretty much complicated right now due to the fact of what's going on. I understand they have to go through procedures for testing each and every athlete to make sure that they're not sick, to make sure they're up to par when they're out there playing in the field or in the rink or in uh, octagon, whatever. That I understand, you know. But people want to go to a game. People want to sit on the bleachers. IndyCar did it correctly. I mean, even though, yes, I mean, God, you can't have IndyCar in a baseball diamond. No. But the fact is that they had people six feet apart. They had security, making sure everybody was staying six feet apart. People were buying food, make sure it's six feet apart. You got to wear your mask. And they did it right. And people wanted to sit on the lawn. They had these circles. And making sure people were six feet apart. Security and law enforcement were there was making sure they uphold the law. And I was like, wow, they should do that with baseball and the NFL. Of course, you're not going to fill the capacity of 30,000 people you know, in a stadium. You might have to lessen that by 20%. But why not? People want to go. People want to head out. As long as they wear the mask, they six feet apart, have heavy security, making sure that you know they're laying down the law, then everybody can have a great time. Other than that, I don't know. No crowd in the, in the audience is kind of weird, man. <sighs> oh, fiddlesticks. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Oh, man. Well, it is what it is. So we shall see what will happen. Huh? What will happen. Huh? Anyway. I can't hear you. <laughs> you whore bag. Yeah. So now, ladies and gentlemen... I'm going to keep it short for her introduction, but I'm not going to go through a long list of what this woman's been through. Uh, we're going to go to the love TKO Woman of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. This woman is 38 years old. She's beautiful. She's talented. She appeared in the movie Shazam, and she appeared in so many TV shows and movies, the list goes down of what she's been in. But she is kind of like my height. I'm 5'10", she's 5'8", she's 2 inches off, but I don't care. She's gorgeous, she's talented. Oh my God, she got this beautiful artistic face. Um, and she has been in so many films. Her career is, uh, oh my God. I apologize, give me one second. There we go. Why the, I hate these promos, man. They're killing my stuff, man. There we go. She is incredibly beautiful. Incredibly talented. She was in the movie Shazam as one of the Shazamers, whatever they're called. 
And she appeared again with so many TV shows, so many movies. She appeared in Broadway. And she's extraordinary talented. Great lips. Oh my god. Damn. She got a great set of legs. Damn. And a butt. Damn. But she's talented. Talented. Thank you. Okay, now. <laughs> oh, so ladies and gentlemen, your love TKO Woman of the Week is... Congratulations, Megan Wood. Yes. You are the love TKO Woman of the Week on the Jerry Therese program. Congratulations, my angel face. My angel queen. God, you're so beautiful. Oh, I would love to call you my wife. I'll, I'll, I'll sign a prenup. I don't care. As long as I kiss those beautiful lips of yours, Miss Megan Wood. But congratulations. You are the love TKO Woman of the Week. Here on the Jerry Torres program, baby. Mm, this is me, slow dance with you. Mm, yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, wow. I'll be posting up more videos up uh, of Jerry's journal. I'm working on more as we speak. Uh, not only that, so... Okay, let's go to the topic. Um, lately, I've been posting my videos up. And I get some assholes that don't like it when they get sent to them by accident. Just simply delete it. You don't have to watch it. But sometimes I get these uh, troll asshole trolls that giving me and they're sending me these long manifestos of complaint or, or, or anger. Uh, I don't read it. I, I just delete it because I have a life and I don't have the time to read a loser's pathetic words. And they're wasting their own life. They're thinking that I'm going to read it and respond to it. Um, There was a guy named John, some Scottish porn actor, whatever, gay porn actor. I don't know what the hell he was. A comic, wannabe comic. He sent an angry message to me. Why don't you stop sending me your videos, boy? I was like, wow, boy, okay. Would you say that to a black person? No. Um, he, I saw his, you know, uh, he's fucking ugly as shit. He got short, fucked up teeth. What the hell? I don't give a shit. But anyway, he, uh, again, another guy sent me an angry manifesto. God damn it. What the hell's up with you guys or you individuals thinking that someone's going to read how much of a losing life you have? And you expect someone to read like a three or four page bullshit. No. Um, I don't have the time to respond back. I don't respond back to trolls because that's what they want. And I've studied this before and psychologists pretty much said it best. That's what they want. They want you to, to, to message back. They want you to respond back. They want to win. They want to make themselves feel better. They want to be like the bigger man, you know. 
Listen, I don't have the time. So what I do is I delete and block. It's therapeutic. I move on with my life, you know, because if you don't have a life, end it. End yours. I don't have the time. You know, I'm, I will still make videos. I'm still going to post them up. If you don't like them, just delete them. Well, I, the people that I didn't like, I just deleted them and blocked them. I don't give a fuck about them anymore. But I'm not going to respond back. What the hell? You know, it's like I'm not going to waste my time. I got other things to do other than to respond to your pathetic, moronic, no life, you can't get a girl, oh, gee, I got lucky getting a hot girl, knowing that I'm short, fat, and ugly, and no fucked up, and fucked up teeth, um, you know, I'm guaranteed your wife is having sex with another dude that's a thousand times better looking than you, maybe with me, so... And there was another guy named Jim said, like, you know, stop sending me videos. Listen, I have deleted so far. Let me see here. Carry the one. Hold on, man. Hold on. Let me type this up. Let me see here. Let me type this up here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And go to favorites. All right. There we go. Uh, let me see. Oops. Let me type this up here. Let me type this. Uh-huh. All right. Carry the one. Alright, and let me see here and do the configuration. Carry the one times pi. The hypotenuse of four X. And you see. I must have deleted like sixty people. Deleted and blocked. Now I'm not saying they were sending me bad stuff. Uh well because half of them, you know, expected me to uh you know, I don't know. Uh, listen, um if any of you guys are gay <laughs> uh <laughs> uh, one of my gay friends pretty much said that I would say yeah, I tell him listen I'm straight but my gay buddy was like don't say that like, what should I say he goes say you're a breeder so I was like oh I'm a breeder alright then uh, appreciate the fact that you're sending me stuff but I'm sorry if I blocked and delete you there's a reason why I'm a breeder okay now um, for you individuals that that comment negative stuff for people posting videos up on TikTok, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. The people that create these videos, all right, God bless them, all right. The people from TikTok that do the synchronized dancing, the lip sync from their favorite movies, and uh, uh, the hot girl with the bikinis, and all that stuff, and then all of a sudden these asshole trolls pretty much would send back a comment. And anger and trying to put them down, trying to put them in their place. Pretty much, you send that to yourself because these people that put stuff and post stuff on TikTok and make their own videos, they're talented people. I'm talented. I know what I'm doing. I come up with a thousand ideas every day. And I know I'm ready to post them up regardless. And if you don't like them, and if you think that I'm going to stop because, you know, you, you, you're anger and you're angry and you think oh, you're wasting your time, you're trying to be recognized. No, I'm doing it because I love it and it's a lot of fun. But if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself and die. Because I don't really care about you trolls out there. I really don't. You know? I mean, personally, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you look like. And I'm glad because I don't want to die of your ugliness and your patheticness and your loserness. I don't have the time. 
And for those that, that post videos up of uh, your dancing and your singing uh, and, and your uh, funny bits, keep doing them. Because what we're doing is we're pissing them off. Keep posting them. Keep creating and keep posting them. Anyone that says anything negative and try to put you in your place, fuck them. Just go fuck yourself. Just don't waste your time responding back. Don't read and then feel bad because this guy is like, you know, whatever the individual is, he's trying to put you down, he's trying to stop you from your goals, your dreams. Don't waste your time reading it. Don't read it and laugh. That's it. Just read it and be like, oh my God. And, uh, this person can't come up with their own ideas, so their idea is trying to insult and put you down. Now listen, I'm not a man of violence, but I know how to throw down. And I tell many, many people that try to, listen, you got two options. One, you could be in a morgue. Two, you could be in intensive care. Or three, you can go home, walk, and thank yourself when you see the sun coming up that you didn't fuck with me. That's what I tell people. But I haven't not come across anybody yet. Why? Because they hide behind their screen. And the only way they can respond is by typing negative crap to people that try to bring them down. You know, I'm a fat, ugly troll. I only have sex with uh, my cousin. And, you know, this is the only way I can respond is by anger and my emotions. You know, whatever. They're typing something. Oh, let's go to my typing stuff here. You know, this... I don't know why the hell I should have a clackety machine, but I don't. So, okay, let's go to them. You know, here we go. Uh, I'm a fat loser. Pathetic, moronic, pimples all over my face. I got a pimple on me that's so big, looks like a bucket of mayonnaise. So, I have sex with my cousin, who's also the same like me. And the only way I can express myself is by putting down people's funny videos and hot girls that I know I will never get. Send. Okay. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the point what I'm trying to say is all you negative ass trolls, get a life. And if you can't get a life, end yours. Alright? You don't like my videos? I'm posting them up regardless. Even I'm sending them to you regardless. Just to piss you off. And for those other individuals that keep creating funny videos of dancing, singing, keep posting them up. Ignore the negative comments. For those that send a negative comment, two simple ways. Delete and block and you'll feel so much better that they're not in your lives and they're not on your screen. Okay. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Now I'm going to find a really good closing song before I leave because... Uh, um, normally I'm working on getting sponsors, ladies and gentlemen, so bear with me. Let me see here. I'm trying to find a real good closing song. Let me see here. Uh, I got one. Yeah, this is what I'll play. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Oops. My time's almost up. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. From the 40th anniversary of Blues Brothers, here's Rubber Biscuit. So, 
Ladies and gentlemen, that is my time here on the Jerry Therese program. Tonight I'll be back on 8 o'clock with my boy, Jason Pollock. Anyway, I'd like to thank everybody out there that's listening. Whatever religious figure you believe in, may you be blessed. I bid you all a fun, fun do. I'll be back tonight, 8 o'clock, with my boy, Jason Pollock. So I ask you all, please don't go changing. Yes. Blues Brothers, 40th anniversary. Rubber Biscuit. Guys, take me away. A wish sandwich is the kind of a sandwich where you have two slices of bread and you <laughs> wish you had some meat. Ball, ball, ball. Here, I got a head of 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 a head of